0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chippen Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. When we consider Jesus and ask the question, who is he, there are many conclusions which people draw. There are some who believe that he is a good man. There are some that think that he is a good teacher. But the Bible tells us that he is much more. We need to ask the question, does Jesus possess the qualities of deity? First of all, let's ask the question, is Jesus eternal in nature? The Bible says that he is. In John chapter 1, verses 1 and following, it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made, and in him was life, and the life was light of men. Let us consider within this passage that it says, In the beginning was the Word. Down in verse fourteen it equates the Word with Jesus, who is come in the flesh. So in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, which shows a relationship with God. But not only that, but that Jesus was God. Is he eternal in nature? He is. Also in John chapter 8 and verses 56 through 58, it says, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus was saying that he was in existence even before Abraham. And whenever Jesus said that I am, he is saying that he is God. You remember whenever God was sending Moses back to Pharaoh to tell Pharaoh to let my people go, that Moses asked the question, Whenever I go, who shall I say sent me? And God said to him, Tell them I am who I am. Jesus here in John chapter 8 and verse 58 is making reference to that I am. We also go over to Colossians chapter 1 and verses 16 and following. As Paul writes, For by him all things were created, that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. If he has created all things, then he is eternal. We also go on and ask the question, is Jesus self-existent? Well, the Bible says that he is. In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 8, Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The book of Revelation concludes with that same claim. In chapter 22 and verse 13, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. We then ask the question, is Jesus unchangeable? Because if someone is unchangeable and wears out over the years like human beings do, then they are not God. They are not deity. However, whenever we're looking at Jesus, He is unchangeable. In Hebrews chapter 1 and verses 10 and following, it reads, And you, Lord, in the beginning, and laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands, they will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak, you will fold them up, they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not fail. The Hebrew writer goes on to say in chapter thirteen and verse eight. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ does not change. We ask the question, is Jesus all-powerful? He is. In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. If he has been given All power in heaven and on earth. What else is there? He has all authority. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16 again says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Then we ask the question, is Jesus omniscient? Is he all-knowing? In John chapter 2 and verses 24 and 25, it reads, But Jesus did not commit himself to them, because he knew all men, and had no need that anyone should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. He understood and knew the thoughts of all mankind. In John chapter 16 and verse 30, It says, Now we are sure that you know all things, and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you have come from God. This impresses upon us that Jesus knows all things. We then ask the question, is Jesus holy? Meaning, is he sinless? Well, the scriptures claim that he is. Paul writes in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 says for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21 and following it reads for to this you were called because Christ also suffered for us leaving us an example that you should follow his steps who committed no sin nor was deceit found in his mouth. The Hebrew writer goes on, and he says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, For we do not have a high priest that cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. You see, humanity needed a perfect sacrifice. That is why John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin, of the world. Was Jesus holy? He certainly was. Was he sinless? He certainly was. We then go on and ask the question, did Jesus receive worship? We see angels as humanity approaches them, falling down and worshiping them, and angels replying, do not do this thing. Yet whenever people approach Jesus and worship him, he did not rebuke them. In John chapter 8 and verse 2, it says, And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. In the next chapter, in John chapter 9 and verse 18, it says, And while he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. You see, in both of these situations, that people had come to Jesus and worshipped him. However, he did not rebuke them. Is Jesus worthy of worship? He certainly is. In Revelation chapter 5 and verses 13 and 14, it says, And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen, and the 24 elders fell down and worshiped Him who lives forever and ever. Does Jesus receive worship as deity? He certainly does. Then we must ask ourselves this. If Jesus possesses the qualities of deity, how then should we respond? Whenever Jesus, who is deity, who is God, says something, how should we respond? Whenever it comes to our salvation and one who is the perfect lamb of God and one who desires us to be saved, how will we respond to his invitation to be saved? In John chapter 3 and verse 3, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In verse 5, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What will we do with these commands? Whenever he tells us to be born again, is it our desire to be born again? Whenever he tells us that we must be born of the water and of the spirit? Are we content to be born of the water and of the Spirit? Whenever Jesus commands us in Mark chapter 16 and verse 16 that he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned, will we believe? Will we be baptized in order to be saved? The answer should be over and over, yes and again yes. Jesus has proven himself over and over and over again that he is God. What will we do whenever he implores us to be saved? Will we follow his directions or will we go our own way? The question is laid before you. What will your answer be? If you want to know more about being saved, Please contact us at Media, and we would love to send you some free information. Or you can contact me directly at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you and send you some free information. That is all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.